Hey guys, what is up? So, it's currently September 29th, 2020. I feel like time is just flying, but also going so slow simultaneously. It's so strange. Um, but yeah, it's September. It's my favorite time of the year. I love fall. I'm just a basic hoe. Loves fall. Loves um, pumpkin spice lattes. Loves the fall foliage, loves hay rides, pumpkin patches, apple cider, all of the things. I like, I'm just a sucker for it. Like my whole apartment is just totally decorated. I think I counted 17 pumpkins the other day. Yeah, I have a one bedroom apartment. I have 17 pumpkins. So, you know, that's just me. I'm just one of those basic bitches that just loves fall. Um, I think it's, it's, kind of symbolic you know when things die they can be still be incredibly incredibly beautiful these leaves are dying but they're still so beautiful um I love being in nature and outside in this cool weather this time of year it just brings me life it gives me energy and I'm feeling really motivated so that's great because Obviously, I haven't recorded a podcast in a while, and it's just because I was not feeling very motivated, but I am now, so we are going to go with it and um, jump right into it today. So, the angel card I pulled for today is Eternal Light of Love. So the internal light of love permeates everything in existence and fulfills every atom of our being. This means light and love are always present in every situation, regardless of whether we can perceive it or not. There is love in every hidden blessing within a current situation. Trust. All that is occurring is for your highest good. Look beyond the surface of appearance of things. I trust in the eternal light of love, which stems from my soul and the heart of all creation. I trust in the eternal light and love within every situation I find myself in. I trust in the divine light. So I think this message is really just telling us that through all of these weird times that we're in, we really have to just find the hidden blessing within the current situation and it's hard because things suck and trying to find the silver lining is is not always easy you know when we are going through really crappy times and we're feeling depressed anxious hopeless or helpless it can be really easy to spiral and to just have that constant negative thought pattern um and especially if we're only seeing things from our perspective. Our perspective is our reality. And the truth is, everybody has a different perspective. So that's why I really am relying on um, friends and family. And, I, and I've tried to be that person for them too, to offer a different perspective. To try to... Um, find the silver lining in the situation for them because everybody's perspective is different and nobody is necessarily right but you know 
like this says all thing all that is occurring is for your highest good so trying to look beyond what is happening right now and really think about it from a much higher perspective of how is this serving you in your whole life how is this changing you for the better what lessons are you learning from this how are you growing as a person you can't know everything but if you just start questioning what could be the highest purpose and you know i think maybe maybe you're not supposed to know what the purpose is right now maybe you can't see it right now but this message is to just trust trust everything is happening for your highest good and if that's all you can do right now if you literally are blocked from seeing any positive in the situation if all you can do is trust that's good enough that's good enough you can just trust that this that you'll find out later what this was all for I mean think of all the the circumstances in your life where that's been the case where you've really been in some shit and um it was hard you wanted to give up you wanted to quit and then a couple, you know, it could be months, years later, you look back on that and go, wow, thank God that happened. <laughs> thank God that situation happened because it taught me so much and it made me such a better person. And I wouldn't know what I know now had I not gone through that situation. So just keep that in mind as we're going through a pandemic, we're going through a crazy political time and um just try to remind yourself of that and if all you can do is trust right now just know that's good enough that is good enough so i was just journaling before i pulled this this angel card i've been kind of doing something for my own self growth recently and that is just taking a break from dating and I'm kind of I'm calling it the quote-unquote dating detox (laughs) because I'm giving myself 40 days of no contact with anybody who I've dated or no dating apps no trying to date no having friends hook me up no texting relationships no hangouts no nothing And I'm really just giving myself this time because I don't know if I've ever in my life intentionally, intentionally like took time out for just myself, like completely 100% focused on me. Like even if somebody I were to meet on randomly on the street came up to me and was like, hey, do you want to go grab coffee sometime? Like, no, no, I would just say no, because right now is all about me. It's all about me, self-focus, being self-focused, being intentional with my everyday practices to make me a better person. I am just taking this time out for myself. I don't know if I've ever done this before. Well, I know I haven't intentionally anyways. So, um, yeah, it's and it's challenging. And I was just kind of like journaling my feelings about it. Um, and it's so funny because I, before I even drew this card, I wrote, I don't need to figure everything out. I'm just trusting and taking a lot of faith 
and trusting the process, which, and then I pull the card that says, um, all that occurring is for your highest good. Just trust. There's a hidden blessing in every situation. So it's the reason that it has been challenging for me is because I didn't realize that, um, even if I wasn't actively dating somebody, I was always searching for some type of validation. If you're single, you probably have been like me and used dating apps as like a way to reach some crazy need for validation, even if you don't have any intentions on actually dating anybody on there. You just go on there for like, oh, I've got three new matches, three new people approve of me. That hits my serotonin. Cool, I'm out. Like, that part of that was a reason I found of why I even had dating apps. It was just for the the little tiny validation that I would get from seeing matches, even though I had no intention of talking to people. It's like, it, it, it's, um, it's making me feel a little bit uneasy that I even had that reliance on something like that um but I'm I'm thankful for it I'm thankful for the detox because um it's really resetting my mind um and cutting all energetic ties that I might have had with past people you know those people if if you're single you probably have those people that pop up every once in a while that um try to get back into your life as far as like dating or talking or and being entertained but um yeah I'm just taking a break from it and it's hard it's um it's weird because when you let go like I think everybody has energetic ties to everybody else and when you finally just like release and let go and stop and you don't think and you don't try to talk to them or reach out, it's like they can feel that and they will try to reach out to you. And that's happened to me a couple of times. So I've, you know, been able to resist and honestly resist resisting engaging and things like that has really made me feel in control. Um, which is, you know, something that that I'm working on, I'm more, I'm working on trying to trust myself in, in situations. And if you're like me, you probably have grown up in a house where your primary caregiver really invalidated a lot of your feelings and made you not be able to trust yourself. Like for me growing up, I've always felt like I was told I was too sensitive. I was overly emotional. My feelings weren't valid. My feelings weren't really happening. That it was, it wasn't real. So like, I I just grew up thinking like, I can't trust myself. I'm not, I'm overreact, overreacting was my mom's favorite word to describe how I was handling situations. Granted, I probably didn't really learn how to um, self-regulate very well growing up, but I didn't have anybody to help me. So, yeah, anytime I felt any type of emotion, 
I was deemed too sensitive. So I was just, it, I, I grew up not being able to trust myself and it's something that is affecting me to this day. Um, yeah, like I didn't, I couldn't trust myself. Like you wanted me to make a, a decision on my major at 18 for college. Like there's no way. There's no way I could have done that. I changed my major so many times. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was questioning everybody else. I felt a lot of my friends went to Michigan State and I didn't. And I felt like I was an outsider. I just couldn't trust myself. Like to the point, you guys, where I couldn't make any decisions. I was, I'm so indecisive. I've gotten a lot better. But I would be so indecisive that, like, I couldn't even order my food off of a menu. Like, my sister would order for me and pick something that I like because I didn't even trust myself to pick something that I like to eat. Like, that's how messed up I was as far as, like, learning to trust myself. Um, and and it's... It's... Be, it's spilled over into all areas of my life it spilled over into my dating life um where I will go out with people and don't even know if I like them or not the last guy I dated I went on like four or five dates with this guy and I still didn't know if I liked him like (laughs) and I've been working with my therapist on on it and it's like you really have to unlearn almost as much as you have to learn as an adult in in learning to trust yourself. I and here are some of the things that I do. So I really just question. I ask myself, how is your energy? How is my energy before and after I talk with somebody or do something or anything like that? Is it is it high? Is it low? Do I look forward to being with those people? Or does it feel like a chore? I have to really ask myself those questions. And I'm allowed to change my mind. That was like my aha moment is like, you don't have to make a decision and it be the decision forever. You're allowed to change your mind on somebody or or what you like or don't like. So that's something that you know has really been on my mind a lot lately is um learning how to trust myself so other things that you can do to help trust yourself I'm gonna go into some tips okay so tip number one for learning to trust yourself is self-confidence building your self-confidence is key uh, learning to depend on yourself. Have This is a question I always ask myself and it really helps me is, have I ever let myself down? No, I've never let myself go hungry. I've never let myself be homeless. I've never not taken care of myself. I've never let myself down. So I can trust myself. And this kind of goes into tip number two. Do what you're good at slash passionate about. My self-confidence has really, really risen by doing what I'm good at or passionate about. I've taken notes of my strengths. 
and um know that the the concept of anything worth having is hard work is not it's a false ideology it's not true i don't have to work hard at things that i'm passionate about because it doesn't feel like work it feels like i'm doing something greater than myself and um okay so we have self-confidence as our first tip second tip do what you're good at slash passionate about and third tip is letting go of finding the right answer and find your right answer you know so often i would not be able to trust myself so i would ask people around me what they think what their opinion was Um, And I talked about this before about everybody having their own perspective. So what's right for somebody else is not right for you. You are the person that knows what's best for you. What's your what's in your intuition? What do you want? Um, And it can be hard to know that but you can research you can Google you can ask a million people. It's impossible to know everything. It's impossible to know what the future holds and what is the best directions you just have to trust yourself you know i talked about dating the guy going on like five dates and not knowing if i liked him and i knew the whole time that i felt very platonic feelings towards him from the very beginning but I just felt like I couldn't trust myself. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with him. He's a great person on paper. Maybe we can build chemistry. Everybody tells me that it, you can build um, you can build those feelings, get to know them first. And so I was trusting what everybody else was saying. And really, when I knew the whole time that I just wasn't feeling it, like you can't. You can't force chemistry. You can't force yourself to like somebody. It's either there or it's not. And I'm not willing to make any sacrifices on somebody I want to eventually spend the rest of my life with. So especially something that big where you don't have any chemistry. No. So yeah, it's it's a process to learn to love yourself. But it's, um, or not love yourself, trust yourself, but also love yourself, which I think goes into it a little bit. But um, it's something that you can actively work on, which I am. And then my last and fourth final tip is take risks. Um, At the end of the day, like if you're coming to you have to make a decision you don't know what to do about something because you don't know you can't trust yourself you don't know if you're right just take a risk just try it out that's another thing that I've learned is like just try things like you never know if you like something or not if you don't try it so you um just take risks and uh you'll learn to be vigilant and you'll learn to um trust yourself when I traveled alone to California, I went to San Diego alone. And it was super, super scary. I didn't know anybody there. I was going to a work conference by myself. But also, I, it's San Diego. I want to get out. I want to explore. So I explored the whole city alone. Just talked to the Uber drivers, really. And um, 
it really built my self-confidence in being able to do things alone. It, which again goes into learning to trust myself. Um, and I took that risk and it was really, there's a lot of self-discovery that can happen when you're alone. You, um, do learn to trust yourself and that you won't let yourself down. So those are my tips on learning to trust yourself. Um, there's a lot of a lot of work that can be done in that area, especially if it stems from your childhood and growing up and learning that uh, you can trust yourself and your feelings are valid. So the only thing I can do now is try to break that cycle. If I ever have kids one day, I'm never going to tell them that they're too sensitive. If you have kids, <laughs> don't let them become like me. Don't tell them that they're being too sensitive or when they're crying, they need to toughen up or they can't trust how they feel because let them be mad if they're mad. Let them be sad if they're sad. Let them feel whatever they're feeling because if you tell them that they're wrong, they will grow up not being able to think that how they feel is valid or trust themselves. So that's my PSA for all you parents out there. And yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about this week. Um, wish me luck on my dating detox. This is day five, day six. I don't know. Something around there. Um, so I haven't even made it a week, hee <laughs> hee, but uh, I think it'll be good. It's going to be good for myself. And hopefully after, I will meet the right person. So that's it. That's all I want to say. I hope you guys have a great week, great rest of uh, the month, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.